Okay, morning, page um, 152. <clears throat> so Baruch Hashem, we've, uh, we've been learning the Savior for a while now, <clears throat> really getting into it. <clears throat> so I'm just going to, I don't usually talk about other things outside of this Chabura, but there is another, there's another shir that I'm, that I'm giving during the week that very much ties into everything we're learning. So if anybody wants to connect more to this, to this sugi in a deep way, so I've been learning every, every morning, Monday through Thursday at 6, a little early, but it's all recorded. Bilvavi Mishkanevna. It's a safer of Schwartz. He's been here. Most people have met him, spoken to him, seen him. It's a safer of Amuna. It's a safer of Bitachan. It's a safer of building a relationship or in a real way with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And although one can learn the sugi of Bitachan, in a non-clearly building relationship kind of way, it's just so much better if you work together. Bitachan, I'm trusting in the one that I truly know, that I'm connected to. It's much, much better. So I'm just, if anybody wants, I just, there are our shirim. If anybody wants extra time, it's 15 minutes a day, something like that. We're building slowly. Many people have probably seen the safer. But we're building a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, very connected to what we're doing here, a little bit of a different way, but the combination um, is something that would be definitely very, very powerful. <coughs> yeah, went, you could say they went there. <coughs> Something that is extraordinarily important about the Sugya Vitachim learned through the Chalvas Levavas. Right? We discussed there are other Mahalchim, there's other ways to learn about Vitachim. But one of the most important ways, important points about the Chalvas Levavas' way is like we've been discussing how he builds the Yesodos of Vitachim and then slowly but surely he shows us how we can take those Yesodos into many, many facets of our life. Clearly, not just limiting it to Parnasa, which most Mahalachim and people have learned Bitachon usually just deal with Parnasa. Or if they expand a little bit, they'll expand to maybe Rafuas and people being sick, Lo Aleinu. Doctors, they get into the whole world of Varapo Yurape, Hashem says you could have a doctor, how do we trust, all that stuff. But then a lot of times, the Svarim, then that's, that's kind of it, really. But that's, that's not, we know that's not true, really, Bitachon delves into every single facet of our life. The sugya we're learning now, which is a subcategory of a category, is how a person deals with loneliness. Where else do you have a safer? Maybe there are, I'm sure there might be. But where else do you have a safer that discusses how loneliness can be worked on and can be bettered in some, some way through Bitachem? There's no, all the other, the Mahalchim, which are amazing, they're all great, and there's so many books nowadays, so many, all good. We're only positive, they're all good. But I don't know if, they, if they're so clear on how they draw down in a clear way of binion how to deal with all types of situations of life. And if you learn it clearly and slowly, we've seen how, how far-reaching it can go. So last week we started discussing the, the, the social element, how Bitochen develops our social skills and specifically in the context of one feeling alone. 
right? Bitachon is a way of controlling, helping, bettering our emotional state. And a person can feel alone because he has no family. Could be that he's alone, he has no parents, he has no siblings. It could be that a person's alone because he's not married. Or he is married, doesn't have any kids. All the different feelings that a person feels alone, even if he's married with kids and grandkids, yet he feels alone. Those feelings of alone, which people then, sometimes they don't even realize they're feeling alone, they just, they're just quiet, meek, sometimes they go to therapy. But bitachon can, with proper bitachon, it can help a person. If a person already knows the yesodos, he's already been working on the yesode habitachon, you can't just build it from a detail. It has to be built from the klal, of the seven major conditions of Bitochon, everybody has the cards, we could chazer over, but from those conditions, as you buy into it, as you allow your heart to buy into Bitochon and really trust, really trust the Kaddish Baruch whose intentions are always, always for the best, whatever situation I may be in, so then even if a person, person finds himself in loneliness, then he has, he has the ability to, to latch on to something that can help him. So we're in the middle. <clears throat> we're in the middle. I'm on page 152. And we ended off by talking about how Elisha Hanavi, Elisha Hanavi followed Eliyahu Hanavi once he realized that his path, Elisha's path is going to be like a, like a chassid who separates himself from the world, like Eliyahu Hanavi. Well, I don't believe Eliyahu Hanavi got, ever got married, and I don't know if Elisha Hanavi ever got married. Anybody? I don't think so. I'm not a Bucky Anach. I don't think so. And when Eliyahu Navi told Elisha, you're coming with me, Elisha said, he understood. He said, let me just give my parents one more hug and kiss, and then I'm ready to go, basically leaving them. We don't know if he ever, you know, sees them again. But a Baruch had a certain mission for Elisha, has a certain mission for Eliyahu Navi, two of the biggest prophets in our history. And it could be they felt alone at points. But as they developed... Stama, we under, as they developed a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they had a Muna B'tachon, they realized this was their Tachlis. So even though, no one's saying that if a person works on his B'tachon in this specific area of loneliness, it's all going to go away, and he'll, it, he'll always be good and always be happy. No. There's always going to be ups and downs in life. Even with B'tachon in Parnas, and B'tachon in all the areas, we work on ourselves, we get good, and sometimes there's Nisyonos, sometimes we get triggered, and we, and we fall. No, no. We try to work on ourselves with bitachon to bring it back up, and we go through life. Bitachon is a way of, of life, right? We try to live healthy, happy, positive, growth-oriented. And part of that is living a life of bitachon. There's always bumps in the road. Always. Who, who, who could say? There's no, there's no one in this world who's never had a bump. And bitachon doesn't say you're not going to have a bump. Bitachon says you're going to have bumps, but you'll be okay. With the bumps. That's what Bitochon is. I trust that even with the bumps, this is exactly what a Kaddish Baruch wants. He wants the bumps. Not that I have to just run away from the bumps. If a person feels lonely, he has to go crazy and just try to find a way to feel connected. He has to marry the first girl he sees. Or he has to adopt a child. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about halacha. I'm saying you don't have to just run because of your emotional loneliness and then just start grasping and groping to try to fill that gap. When the gap might be to come to terms, to surrender to the to a Baruch Hu. Mm. That might be what the gap is. 
And I'll tell you, uh, somebody who I've, I've learned with for, for a while, so he told me once <clears throat> that he, he, he suffers from depression. That's a big sugya, and I'm no buck. I don't, suffers from depression. What does that mean? I don't know exactly. But he said, and he, he, would, oh, he would get these feelings of, of being lonely. He's married, a kid, but he's still through this atzvus. He, he could feel just alone by himself. And he, but he worked at himself, and he, wasn't, he was not giving up. And he said one time, he had this einfall, the Kaddish Baruch who dropped into his head this thought, that maybe, maybe, HaKadosh Baruch who's making me feel lonely, see, he's already, he already has the right Lashon, HaKadosh Baruch is making me feel lonely in order that I find the Kaddish Baruch Sounds like the simplest thought. But it blew his mind. Because usually, usually, and these words are hard to say, I don't know. But sometimes, when a person's feeling lonely, all he wants to do, right, when we're feeling a feeling, I'm feeling a headache, I just want to take the medicine to get away. When I'm feeling uncomfortable, I just want to do something that makes me feel comfortable. We always want to do the exact opposite. We're not, we don't want to just live in that <clears throat> feeling that's not good. So a person's feeling lonely, I just want to feel it up. I, I, I got to find something. I'm going to go out, I'm going to do this. Sometimes that's needed. But sometimes we have to find, why, why should I feel lonely? Why should I feel lonely from everybody else in the world? So he found, he found, he says, because I now, now I was able to find the Kaddish Baruch in that place. This was him. It's a little bit we discussed last week. So with that, let's continue. Page 152. <clears throat> Listen to this interesting Misa. And then we're going to have to ask a big question on it. This is great. The story is told of, a, of an ascetic, a chassid, this is before the Baal Shem Tev Chassidim, who went to a certain country to teach its inhabitants about the correct way to serve God. This chassid has been serving God in a, in a high-level way for many, for many years, so he wanted to go spread, spread his, his wealth of, of understanding of Chachma. V'yam tse'im, v'yim atse'im, lov shem tseva echad b'mabusheim v'tachshiteim, v'ro kivreim eitzel pischei bateim, v'lo ro b'neim isha. He goes to this place, and what does he see? He finds, he found, that they were all wearing the same colored clothing and ornaments, whatever jewelry, whatever that meant. Tie clips, they're all wearing the same tie clip. and Their grave sites were next to the doors of their homes, and he did not see any women among them. Okay? Same colored clothing. Their burial plots were right outside their doors, <clears throat> and there was no women there. Again, no jokes. Vishal osam alze va'amrula. So he asked them. When he asked about this, they replied, "Masha anu lotion seva echad." That which we all wear one color. The reason why we all wear the same colored clothing. Shelo yaniker ha'ani min ha'asher. Vishal yovah ha'asher lehisgoz lispar ba'asher. V'yovah ha'anu lehisbazos eisel eitzel atzmo. So that it should be not why they're wearing the same colored clothing, so that it should be dis- it should not be distinguishable between the poor and the rich, and so that the rich will not end up arrogant and boastful about his wealth, and so that the poor will not dis- will not despise himself, and he should think of his life on his earth in the same manner as when he will be underneath it 
after his passing. All the same colored clothing, therefore all of the, the values of the people, monetary values, whether he's rich or poor, they don't matter anymore. They're all wearing the same clothing, you can't tell, same ornaments. <laughs> It is said about one of the kings that he would mingle among his servants and could not be identified among them because he conducted himself humbly in regard to the clothes and ornaments that he wore. It's a shtickle socialism, no? Isn't it the concept of utopia like this? No, no, no. That's for, that's for another time. So you had this. So you have everybody the same clothing. So there's no there's no difference in the in the values, the monetary, right? And seeing themselves differently because of their money. And he says there was once a king, but the people didn't even recognize it was him because he was mingling. Does that mean he wasn't the king? Does that mean if he would make a, a decree, people would say, "What's well, that? You're wearing the same clothing as us. I'm not going to listen to you." No, no. He was still the king, but he had a certain way. Let's keep reading. As to the reason why we, why we placed our gravesites next to the doors of our houses, it is in order that we should take rebuke from it, take Musr, wake up a little bit, by being ready for death, and to prepare for ourselves the provisions that will bring us to the place of rest. So, your burial plots outside, it wakes you up a little bit. Having their gravesites in constant sight served as a reminder of death and how they must prepare themselves for the world to come by Torah learning and observance. So far, nothing compared to what we've been talking about, about loneliness. Page 154. Umashri <laughs> One of the svaras that the Chovas of us told us to help a person if he needs a reason why loneliness is not so bad, and if you need a reason, because it's a heavy yoke. To have, to have a family. It's, you, have to, you have to work for them. Make a parnasa for them. takes away your das. It can take away your ability to learn and to daven. Right? It could take away. A person could be... He could do much more chesed, perhaps. Learn much more. <clears throat> be more spiritually connected to Kaddish Baruch Hu, perhaps. If he doesn't have a family, that was one of the svaras, one of the reasons to help a person through his loneliness. So what did these people say? That which you notice that we separated ourselves from our wives and children, they had wives and children. They just didn't live with them. You should know that we designated a city for them nearby. When one of us needs something from them, he goes to them and takes care of his needs, and he re- then he returns to us. We did this because we saw the stress, much loss, great exertion, and toil that would come to us as a result of being in proximity to them. And the relief from all of this due to our distance from them, enabling us to be free to choose to engage in matters of the world to come and to detest the matters of this world. One second. So the understanding is, what the Chobos is bringing this for, is to help those, again, who are lonely, 
one of the reasons is that if a person has to open up his mind to believe and to trust that there, there are benefits. There are benefits to being in a state of loneliness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes wants people to be lonely. Elianavi, Elisha, sometimes you have big tzaddikim who never had children, let's say. They got married, they didn't have any children. We just had the Baba Cherebi, the Chazonish, others. So therefore, that's what the Chovas of Ovas is, is saying here. One last line, two last lines. The words found favor in the eyes of the ascetic who had visited him. He wanted to teach them about Avodah Hashem, but they taught him a lesson, and he blessed and praised them for their practices. Let's just read these last three lines. Although it is, of course, unfortunate not to have a family, a person should comfort himself with the fact that from a certain perspective, perspective that HaKadosh Baruch is doing this, HaKadosh Baruch is doing this for my best, right, at the very least, and HaKadosh Baruch knows what I'm going through, so he knows it's hard, it's painful, but he's doing it and it's for my best. If that perspective, he has it easier, both in the material and the spiritual, it can be better for me. With that we'll go back into it maybe towards the end, but one of the the biggest one of the biggest problems in life in general is not our situation. There's so many Jews, there's so many people in the world, there's so many permutations of situations. Everybody has this peckle. This person doesn't have a wife, this one doesn't have kids, this one doesn't have Health. This one doesn't have parnasa. This one doesn't have ruchnis. This one doesn't have doesn't have doesn't. Everybody, ha- you could go through everybody. I don't have something. So the, and therefore I feel bad, and therefore this, and therefore I'm going to try to get it. And it it's not. It's not really the situation that's the problem in life. It's the response to the situation. It's the person's personal response to any situation. HaKadosh Baruch gives everybody situations. And every, you go through life, different ups and downs. That's never the issue. It's how are we responding to the issue. If a person starts to have all these questions, why me? How come I don't have more? What's wrong with me? Why don't I have like that person? Right? You get into that loop, that unquenchable, it's not the right word, but impossible to fill loop I don't have something. And you just go around, why me? What's wrong with me? Why that guy? It just loops around and around. All those types of questions, and everybody can, there's millions of these types of questions that go on the person's head. It doesn't usually say them out loud. It's usually in his head. Those are all response. Our personal Bechira, we're choosing to respond to a situation with those thoughts. Now, we are so involved in life already that these, it's not even our choice anymore. It's just, that's what, we, that's what we think. But we did choose it at one point. And we can choose to change it in any moment. Situations are made by God. Responses are our Bechira to choose how to deal with that situation. Bitochen is the greatest response. It's the belief that whatever the situation is, it's not bad. Hard? Yes. Difficult? Yes. Complicated? Sure. Sometimes very painful? Sure. Yes. But not bad. Not bad. Because then you're saying a Kodesh Baruch create a situation that's bad. 
That's where we have, that's not true according to Bittachem. Every situation is good, but we have to see it properly and understand things that are good also come with pain. Everybody knows that. It's just when you're going through it, you forget what you know. Because when the emotions kick in, when the heart kicks in, the brain shuts down. This is in all areas of life. It happens all the time. It happens every single day. A person gets upset about something, and then when he calms down, he's like, oh my gosh, why did, I, why did I do that which I did? Why did I lose myself? Because you got emotional and your brain shuts down. That's it. Simple as that. Bitochlin says, keep the brain going. There is a Boreolum. He's the one in charge. What that does is that instead of going through a narrow loop, which is very, very narrow, why me, why this, and just literally cycling around, what Bitochlin does is opens you up. Because the tzimtzum is created again by us. That narrowness, that loop, we created that through our Bechira to stay in that world of selfishness, of not seeing the Yad Hashem and not seeing it as being the best. or seeing it good, not being open to the potential that it's possible that even in my state that I don't enjoy, that maybe there's something good about it. The Chavaz Vavaz is breaking us open and showing us in all areas there, there can be good. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it's not painful. He's not saying that. It is painful. And people go through hardships. And we have to be there for other people who go through hardships, not just throw the Bittachan book at them, right? But we personally, each person, between him and God, personally, you have to stop pointing, why this, why that, 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 that. Because then you're not, you're not yourself. And you're not open to potential goodness that's really in front of your eyes. Could be. Right? If Hugger, if Hugger, oh, I'm just, it's okay. If Hugger is only, uh, she's looking for, for, for medicine, she won't see the water that's right in front of her. Until Shem says, okay, here, there's water right there. We could push it, miss things in life. We mamish can miss a lot of things. Like we discussed this, I don't know what year it was. This is a while ago, but we're chasming over. When you have a very narrow vision of life, you will miss everything on the periphery that, is prop, that might be good for you. That's just the way it goes. Now, do you have a question? Yeah. I, you know, one or me, I don't blame it on God. I think God's doing a great job of running the world. I blame it on myself, the symptom. So, to say that, oh, God brought this on me, I brought this on me, I did this to me. Okay. I get angry at me. I don't get angry at God. You know what I'm saying? The symptom that I brought upon myself. Did God set up that situation for me to make me grow? Or did, am I Hoshea and I, I, I'm messing myself up? Every situation is there for us to grow. We sometimes get stuck in the symptom because we don't be talking. But as we work on the bitachon, we open up, and that was the reason why Kaddish Baruch sent it in the beginning. Okay, because you say that again, we get stuck in the tzimtzum because we don't have bitachon. Correct. If we had bitachon, we wouldn't... That's exactly what we're saying. Bitachon means I trust that this situation, even if I get stuck in the loop, even if I'm looping around, that at some point, if you had the bitachon, that you realize that a Kaddish Baruch was the one... Where did the loop start? There was a certain situation externally, and I responded to that situation, right. and then I got stuck in the loop. And he did the original situation, so he wanted you to be there? Of course. He wants you to work in Bitochem. So he wants you to wake up, 
And let's go back to that original situation that I got. The whole thing started from. You know how much money people could save from therapy? If they would just go back to the original situation that got them stuck in the loop. Sometimes it's years already. So that, that's why you need therapy. To help you bring back where was that original situation and put a Kaddish Baruch back where he was, where he's supposed to be. It's the Bori Olam who did that. It's for your best. You can grow from this. Your Tachas Achaim is from this place. It, it's really, it can be, it can be very, very simple. Sometimes it's not so. Sometimes it's very complicated. But this is, this is an avoda. Go back to situations in life. That kicked it off. That kicked it off. Or and it might take a few to keep, keep going back and back. And put a Kaddish Baruch back. And we fear you so to Sabitachon that you've learned. Let's go back to the situation. Let's analyze what I've thought and now what I can put back into it. Your mind will open up. And you'll reveal things that you didn't just, they were in your face and you couldn't believe you got so stuck. It was so silly. Now, the question based on this, and we're learning this, we have to ask, do you know anybody, and there, you might say, yes, I know one guy. I'm talking about in general. Do you know anybody who's able to move away? Now, these people were married. This chavr was, was actually married with children, right? That's what he says. Do you know any of these people who can just leave their homes, wear all the same clothing, dig their burial plots next to them, and just build some like nice little city for their wives and children? What, so what are we learning over here? It's not shaykh. It's bichal not shaykh by us, really. Then, again, the nakuda that we got about one who is lonely, to realize that one of the reasons why you, to help you not feel so lonely is because of the yoke of the family, that we understood. We got that. It's actually twice as expensive because you need to make decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the nakuda, the ultimate nakuda that the Chavazos brought in, we understand. We didn't really need the Misa. We got it from before. So what, what can we take about this now? And what does it have to do with Bitochen? Wearing the same clothing. Don't be a Balgaiva. Mr. Ani, don't feel so bad. Built, be, did your burial plot so you remember there's an, there's an Olama MS, there's an next world. <clears throat> so I think, I think, that the inyanam number one of Midos, number two, recognizing reality and the future reality, Olam Haba, and how to ultimately deal with one's family, which we're actually going to get into really next week. All of those situations, if we learn the Sugi of Bitochen properly, can all be worked through with Bitochen. Somebody, I, I, it was an amazing horror. Somebody from the Hevra here or that listens, he once was, was I, I, he was having an interview with somebody and he made an amazing horror, just to bring it out. He says that whereby generally the non-Jews, when they buy a place to live, they generally buy based on their monetary means. The wealthy live with the wealthy, the low class live with the low class, generally. They go monetarily. This is whereby Jews, Jews don't do that. We live spiritually. So we go based on shuls, yeshivas, shuls, shuls. pizza shops. Pizza shops. No, that comes afterwards. But we, we buy into places based on a whole other set of 
reality called ruchnias, shuls, schools, yeshivas. And then what can happen, and this is what happens, you could have on one block Gvir, and the next house could be the poorest guy in the town. Because they're not living monetarily aligned, they're living spiritually aligned. And he was just saying how that creates difficulties. It can create difficulties. And this is not what, exactly what he said. Now I'm going to take that because it's an amazing horror. I never thought about that. I don't think like that. But that can create where certain wealthy people can feel arrogant because of their wealth. Look, I'm looking, look what I got compared to these people. If you're, if you're in a community, you know, in, in uh, L.A. somewhere, in some gated community, you all have $6 million houses. So like, okay. But when you have multiple monetary classes in one, the arrogant can, it can be a test for them. And the poor, it can be a test for them. Right? So these people went to try to live aligned monetarily in order to just remove all those problems. We hear that. But that's not really shaykh over here. We can't do that. But with bitachem, you can do that. Why? How? The basic yisod is a bitachon. That bitachon of a person, if an arrogant person, he should be zoche, to work on himself. It's very hard. If he'd work on bitachon, and he would trust that a Kaddish Baruch who gave him what he has in order to do a certain mission in life, and the guy next to him was given what he's supposed to have in order to do a certain mission in life, and we really live spiritually first, like the community that we bought into, then there's no reason for me to be arrogant. Because all my arrogance is just means I'm a kofer and a Kaddish Baruch Hu's plan and his, and his mission. And the poor person on the other side who feels bad, he doesn't have as much as the guy next door. Viter. Again, it's not easy, but we need these yesodos. Viter is that what? I was given for what I can do. And we learned early, if you remember, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the Sefer. The Chavaz of taught us that if a person doesn't have much money, he should feel even good that he doesn't have as many obligations as the wealthy person. <coughs> the poor one, or whatever, he's not, he doesn't have the, what's the word? Um, the pressure, the achrayas, the highest tzedakah, that his mitzvahs have to be... Mr. Gvir, you can't really buy the $60 esrog. You need, you, you need to buy a high-level esrog. Or whatever else it is. It's a, it's a pressure. So the, the non-wealthy individual with bitachon, recognizing a Kaddish Baruch who gives him what he has, and it's good for me because there's a lot of pressure on the other side. So when you have bitachon, if, a, if you can have a community of bali bitachon, then what you're doing in essence is everybody's wearing the same clothing and everybody has the same house, ki'ilu, because it, it, we, we, we lower, we minimize, we're mitzamtzim in a good way, the chitonius. We have to live this way. Bitochen can alleviate all of this stress on both ends. Correct? Real bitochen, chovus bitochen. You won't find this in the other svarim. The other farmer saying, you don't have any money, so daven for an ace from the Kaddish Baruch Hu, or whatever else. There's truth to that, of course. 
But I don't know if any of the Nisim stories and all the other types of Bitochen teach a community how to live together Ba'achdas. We're in the Zman of Ba'achdas now. But we have had an external trigger stimulate the Ba'achdas that's happening right now. It didn't just happen because <coughs> Jews are loving each other. We have a bigger enemy that's, been, that's caused a tremendous Ba'achdas. It's, it's unbelievable. Everybody's feeling it. But what's going to be when the enemy goes bye-bye, Mitzvah Hashem, very, very, very soon. What's going to keep that, that going? One of the ways, one of the ways, is, is true bitachon. Because what true bitachon does, it neutralizes all of the personal views, the negative views, the narrow views. This person wants to choose another way of living? Because on day, that's his choice. Maybe, maybe it's not best for my kids to play with his kids. Maybe, but not because I'm upset at this person or angry at him. Just because my child might be influenced and I have a different way of living, but I'm not angry at anybody. Don't be so narrow. And the other way with the other way. Because a Kaddish Baruch who gave me my life, a Kaddish Baruch who gave this person his life, I don't know what he went through. I have no idea. I have a shlichus. He has a shlichus. Bitochon minimizes the personal stuff, which is always Simpson. Of course a Jew has to live personally. It's my bank account with my wife, my kids, my house. I'm not dealing with everybody else's bank accounts. Of course we live personal lives. But we have to know where to live personally and then where to let that personal judgment, narrow-minded, all that stuff just go. And with true bitachon, a person can do it. When you think God first, so then you could be, you can love his other child. Right? Yitzchak loves Esav. This is one of the, the questions, one of the philosophical questions. We, it's hard to grapple with this expression. Yitzchak loves Esav. Esav Arasha. Yitzchak had a different mahalach. Yitzchak, Yitzchak went with whatever Kaddish Baruch gave him. It's Kaddish Baruch's decision. So I have a child who's doing what he's doing? No. Self to like, still love him. With regards to the burial plots, what? That's another time. We could ask that. We could discuss that afterwards. But when it comes to the burial plots, right? What was the tachas of the burial plots? To get a person thinking about the next world, to get thinking about that that what that ruchnius mitzvah taira, all that avoda is more important than the other stuff. Why is the other stuff? more important, sometimes it's because we have fears, we have anxiety, we have nerves. And therefore, even though I really, really do want to learn and daven and do many mitzvahs, I want to get tzedakah. I can't. I don't know what's going to be with the market. I don't have time to learn now because I have to make, I have to go back to the office because I'm nervous what's going to be if everything tanks. So one of the reasons why a person can't, and the Chavaz was saying this from the beginning, one of the reasons why a person can't live the way he wants to truly live with, with Ruchnius, I believe every single Jew, if you'd sit him down and have an open conversation with him, there's no question he would rather be living um, either fully Ruchnius or much more Ruchnius than he's, than he's living. And even with the, what he is diving and learning, it's half because his mind is also in other places. I guarantee, I don't think there's, there's, no, one, there's no argument here. Every Jew, Emes, again, sit him down calmly, quiet everything down, he would definitely want more. There's no question. 
How do you get there? With bitachon. Because bitachon has the ability to quiet down all that outside stuff that doesn't even allow us. And again, it's mostly our own response to the outside stuff that then we think doesn't allow us to do the thing I want to do. It's not always an actual situation. Sometimes it is. I'm not saying it's not. But sometimes our own response to situations doesn't allow us to respond the way we actually want to respond in Ruchnius. So why do you think people would act with the answer the way he just said? You said if given the choice, more people would want to live more of a life of Ruchnius. Why do you think that's the case? Same the Shamas. Every Jew is a Neshama. So at their core, they're all good. So why isn't there a Neshama? Because people are fearful, people are anxious, people don't even know they have a neshama. There's many, many reasons. So, you, so, so it's a ruchnius reason why they would rather live in a, in a in that way? It's something they're not really in touch with? That's one of the many reasons. Some people don't even know that they have ruchnius inside. Some people think they're bad people. Then some people say, no, I'm a good guy and I want to learn, but, I, but I'm stuck because I have to go to work for 18 hours a day. Back to, the, to, the, to your original thing, you ask somebody why. Would they rather live a ruchnius life? They would rather live a more ruchnius life. How do you get to that conclusion? I don't know. They're we'll talk after. They're not aware of the fact that they want to live a ruchnius life. They don't. They don't want to daven and learn more. Many people say, "I, I would like to daven more." I would. I actually, you know what? I don't concentrate on my davening. I actually, I probably would like to. I, I don't think there's anybody who, if you if you get them an honest moment and you say, "Sir, do you, would you like to have a little bit more concentration in your davening?" No. <laughs> who would who would say such a thing? That's the, that's the answer. Now, now we'll talk afterwards. We could discuss afterwards. What? Right, and the, and it comes out in many ways. Okay. Just to end off here, <clears throat> Rebbe once said it was unbelievable. It just it blew my mind. Which is what I'm about to say. He said that Yudke Vavke, living with Hashem, is Rashitevos. Yishuv hadas v'harchavas hadas. Yud hey then vav hey is Yishuv hadas v'harchavas hadas, which is only in of bitachon. Harchavas to wide. So we're discussing here. Everything we've been discussing is that very often, again, without bitachon, we become very very narrow. People don't even know who they are. Many people, as we've discussed, they're not even in the profession that they really want to be in. They're only in it because of other reasons, monetarily or other things. It's the reality. It's the way it is. With bitachon, it opens up a person. With bitachon and yudkevavke, of course, bitachon is living in the world of yudkevavke with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. It opens up a person's mind. It gets him out of the response, the inappropriate response, this self-degrading and whatever, self-destroying response that we have to situations. Bitachon can help that. And then a person could open himself up. And he could realize there's a whole new world. It's a happy world. Really, I am talented. Really, I can. Really, this. Really, I can be myself. And that's all that a Kaddish Baruch wants us to be, is ourself. That's what we talk. Okay, Mr. Shem, we will uh, we'll continue next week. I know, but tell it to Rebbe. I know. If you were about to be talking, you wouldn't ask such a question. When Rebbe said it, it blew me open. Then later, I'm like, this is a little cheap. And then after that, I said, you know what? Who cares? Exactly. Very good. Very good. That was the process. Yeah, right, yeah.